0: All right. And welcome back. So yesterday I ranted about a bunch of the news, all kind of call having the common thread of um, the rich will continue to steal as much money as we're as they're able to. And it will hurt the economy in the long run. I ended up ranting about what I'm calling soil economics. It basically is Keynesian economics, but apparently that's meaningless to people. So Let's try a new story, one that has a you know some roots in nature, no pun intended, and part of that was was you know we have to forgive everyone's student debt. there's research that's just come out, and it's a it's very sound economics as far as I can tell, and so what does the Trump administration come out with? a program a budget that uh it's a $4.4 trillion budget plan that, among other things, intends to do away with student loan forgiveness. So, the exact opposite of what I would propose is a working model for the economy. And I. I know people who would disagree with me because they're they they've bought into the neoliberal consensus about how the world works and internationalization and globalization and all this and and the, the necessity of non-governmental organizations including private companies um in this whole economy and and how we have to really elevate them up to a role that's kind of on par with states and people right that is insanity um Unless, I mean, when you accept that, you have to accept then that people are lesser than corporations. Are less important to our world than corporations. I do not see how anyone could make that argument reasonably, but, you know, here we are. People present these models as though that is not one of the base assumptions you have to make. So, they propose a budget deal, or a budget, and of course... Now, NPR has Stephen Moore on all this, and that is my understanding is basically Stephen Moore was asked three times about what specific programs they would cut to bring it to, to to patch up this hole in the in the deficit that they're going to rip open by the way, uh, you can go check over at Aldernet Tom Hartman has a has another article out about the two Santa Claus theory, which is very much what's happening they 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 the Republicans realize, you know, there's two Santa Clauses and they could give tax cuts and the Democrats give social programs. And what they decided back, you know, half a century ago is basically they were going to kill the Democratic Santa Claus. they were going to use their Santa Claus to kill the Democratic Santa Claus. They're going to give tax cuts to the rich, drive a giant hole in the deficit. And then as soon as the Democrats get in control, demand that we that we that we cut all of our spending and cut all of our social programs and or they cut the social programs right up front and then when the democrats get in and there's a massive deficit they they cry and 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 moan that oh oh no we can't we don't have the money for that we have to raise the, the military budget for a trillion dollars so that we can build infrastructure so that your taxes can build infrastructure in afghanistan and africa you can pay tolls for the infrastructure we want to build back home but we have to have that military budget because if we aren't fighting wars everywhere else in the world, that world, that, those wars are going to come right back home. And we don't have enough soldiers back home anymore. Or at least not one's well enough trained. I assume that's the case since we're deploying our National Guard to Africa. So I, I, I propose soil economics to fix all this stuff. As, as, a, as a very loose rubric to help fix all this stuff. Basically, we infuse the bottom with money. With, with tax cuts for the working class, maybe. We raise taxes on corporations and the wealthiest. You know, the first one, the easiest one. There's two that are really easy to do. One, you put a you put a, a, a tax on high frequency trades on Wall Street. High frequency trading is was one of the things that 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 is why the market is so volatile and why it is absolutely dishonest to say that the market reflects anything about human nature. So you put a tax on high-frequency trading. It can be very low tax, a fraction of a cent. And because of the frequency of those transactions, you break in the money. The second thing you do is you scrap the cap on the highest earners for Social Security. Who have, There are those who have already stopped paying in for Social Security this year because they've hit their their year-long cap. And the problem is those billionaires, those millionaires, will still collect their Social Security. There, are, there might be one or two good ones, a few of them who say, oh, I don't need that Social Security check, but it's very few of them. If they were to say that they didn't need the Social Security check, then they could also say, we don't need that tax cut. They'll collect Social Security all year after they stop paying into it. Two months, three months in. What else do they want to scrap? Medicaid, Medicare, Social Security. They want, they want to you know, cut those apart and start privatizing them. They want to sa- slash food stamps to create... This is this is amazing, right? This is Mick Mulvaney. Quote, What we want to do, what we do is propose that for folks who are on food stamps, part, not all, part of their benefits come in the actual sort of, an, and I don't want to steal anybody's copyright, but a Blue Apron type program where you can actually receive food instead of receive the cash. Mulvaney said, it lowers the cost to us because we didn't buy at wholesale prices, if they have to buy it at retail. It also makes sure that they're getting nutritious food, so we're pretty excited about that. Okay, that last part is a lie. It does not ensure that. Because the government, right, we've seen it before, especially with Republicans in control, they just start trying to, to redefine what, what is a fruit and what is a vegetable. Is ketchup a vegetable? Is two servings of tomato paste on a pizza make it a vegetable? Uh, you know, these are questions that apparently Republicans know. I would say it's all bull. And what's amazing about this is, this is: if you expand Medicare for all, then this is what you can do with drug prices and 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 care, right? But they won't want to talk about that because that would actually keep people alive. What they really want to do is take the government money, take your tax dollars, and give it to their friends in the private sector. So that they can ship you food at a lower cost. Because that's the thing. The wholesale costs are still, making, are still profitable for those companies. So what he's making what he's basically saying is that, okay, so yeah, we're not going to we're not gonna give you the money that you're not allowed to use on, you know, it's a limited use that you're allowed to have, you use a, a supplemental nutrition assistance program. So they want to cut it by $17 billion in 2019 and then $213 billion over the next decade. And I'm sure they want to write a provision in there that forces you to get drug tested before you can get your cans of food from their buddies, and the drug test will have to come from their buddies too. You can't do this with insurance though, because the insurance lobbies have way too much power. They won't they wanna they wouldn't have this negotiation. But you know, this is Medicaid, they want to give block grants to the state, so and give it out, rather than just provide the provide the insurance Basically, was what would be happening. It's not the care. Medicare does not actually provide health care. right? It only it stands in for health insurance, and health insurance is nothing but a banking scam, really. At least these days. And as I've said before, it was an employer-based health insurance was just a way for uh, for companies to circumvent wage controls in in World War II. And as a way to get uh, I, I believe there's there were tax incentives for offering health insurance too so this is this is this is nothing but this is lunacy this is this is these are the ramblings these are the proposals of people who either don't understand the economy that's very likely or want to drive it into the ground because they want to keep people in a state of neo-feudal desperation. hmm. Both of them benefit. No, actually, I mean, the first one, I have every reason to believe that Stephen Bohr no understands how the economy works. Bruce Bartlett, right? Um, he was another one of these guys, like Stephen Moore. I think Stephen Moore might have been at the, you know, I, I I have to look this back up, but I'm not, I think Stephen Moore might have been at the luncheon when Arthur Laffer drew the Laffer curve on the napkin and slid it over to Dom's Rumsfeld and said, hey, we can steal so much money from, they must have not said that. Maybe they did. But this whole idea that as the marginal tax rate goes down, your tax revenue goes up somehow, never has never happened. Never happened in the history of man. But this is the myth that they still continue to push, Stephen Moore. I think he knows that it's, a, that it's a lie. I don't know how you can be a trained economist, having worked in economics for now 40 years because Stephen Moore was around during the Reagan years as an advisor, and not know that this doesn't work. So I really, as much as I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, it's very difficult because I just can't believe anyone's that stupid. And I mentioned Bruce Bartlett before and let's just make sure let's just be clear. He was also, he wrote this article over at the Washington Post uh earlier this year. I helped create the GOP tax myth. Trump is wrong, tax cuts don't equal growth. And the undertitle there, the subtext, the subhead is the best growth in recent memory came after President Bill Clinton raised taxes in the 1990s. Bruce Bartlett, the domestic policy advisor to Ronald Reagan. This is so Stephen Moore must realize (laughs) that leaves basically more likely they know what they're doing in keeping working class, middle class Americans in desperation by scratching out their loan forgiveness by making sure that oh yeah no you won't have to wait in line at the government store but we'll just ship you your food you don't leave your house. Or maybe it will be. Maybe it'll be exactly like the Soviet-style uh, uh, commissaries that the Republicans are so scared of socialism. You know. It, but now here's what they're proposing: a callous half measure of socialism. This budget is the budget of callous cowards. These are these are people who don't care about other Americans don't know any of the people they're actually impacting with these proposals, but they're so cowardly that they have to steal money from Medicare, from our health care, from your earned benefits. They have to steal it because they're so scared of the rest of the world that we just have to keep on deploying troops everywhere in places that we're not actually at war. West Virginia National Guard uh, Regiment was just sent over to Africa to build infrastructure and provide air support. I didn't realize we were at war in Africa. I knew we've, had, we've been you know deploying special ops over there for decades now because, you know, the conservatives love nothing more than to meddle in everyone else's affairs. So one thing I actually almost respect about Ron and Rand and Paul is that they are consistent in wanting to, you know, reduce America's interventions abroad. Unlike our president now, who is clearly a liar. Remember when he when he stood up there and you know said that we should we should scale back things this and that and you know maybe we shouldn't be we should be working with Russia and all this and now we are inching closer to a shooting war with Russia as our allies in Israel just do whatever you know with our silent approval, shoot down Iranian drones and and operate in Syrian airspace. The proxies are very clear how these are set up. Israel and the United States, Russia, Syria and Iran. Mike Pence, I have every reason to believe, has the same attitude as Ronald Reagan of it is his duty to bring about the end times. Donald Trump is just there's nothing to analyze there. He's he's vain, he's shallow, he's a coward. And as long and he doesn't care what happens so long as the money keeps on pouring in for him and his friends. This was one of my le- less structured rants, but I feel like uh, uh, my, my points are abundant and clear. Trickle-down economics is an abject failure. This budget will bury us in debt. And that will set the Republicans up in 2020 to be able to go, Oh no, we have to cut more services and raise the budget for the military because, because otherwise terrorists might kill our poor who we don't care about. Callous cowards. This is the budget of callous cowards. And this uh, this has been Waste of Breath Radio. Remember to share, like, comment, tell me why I'm wrong. Find me one instance when trickle-down economics has ever worked and hasn't resulted in two, three years later, roughly, a massive recession, a massive stock correction, while in between the wealth did nothing but funnel to the top. And tune in next time. This is Troy Miller with Waste of Breath Radio.